want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's podcast. My name is William. I'm representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fixing old rental properties found in B, C, and D-class communities. Today's episode will be a review or a reflection on a podcast that I listen to. And yes, uh, even though I do invest, I do get, uh, I guess you could say, extrinsic motivation from uh, other investors, uh, whether it's talking to them personally, email, getting on things like Bigger Pockets, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever it may be. Um, and this was a podcast I heard on Spotify. Uh, and speaking of Spotify, you can find this podcast on anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and many other um, podcasting locations. Um, if you don't know, basically this whole podcast is geared towards um, motivating the investors that are future investors who are not yet into real estate, um, showing them how to get in, showing them different avenues. Um, also uh, encouraging the investors that probably want to stop, maybe sold their rental property or stop growing their rental portfolio. Um, because in this podcast, we just invest in fix and hold pro- uh, properties. I don't do any flips, uh, but to hopefully motivate those ones that were once in it to get back in it. All right. And today's podcast will be called uh, basically buying when you can without a loan, but most importantly, just buy. So before we jump into it, I just want to mention that also if you want to support this podcast, you want to support uh, the company and giving affordable rentals because the whole uh, you know whole point of this is also uh, not just encouragement, but also so I can grow my revenue to continue to give uh, low income families a nice place to live, a new place. What I do with these properties, I, I buy them and I totally gut them out and renovate them. So basically, you know, they, they get a brand new uh, home uh, at a fo- more than affordable rents. Um, and so basically it's like fighting gentrification, it's reverse gentrification. So if you like this concept, you want to learn more about it, you can contact me, you can message me uh, on pot, um, on uh, Instagram uh, at Peachtree Property Management. And again, it's at Peachtree Property Management. You can also contact me on Facebook and um, which is, uh, what's my Facebook? Um, WAG Realty LLC. So W-A-G Realty LLC. So WAG Realty LLC. Please forgive me. I went brain dead for a second. Um, And then uh, I can also be reached on Twitter. Um, I'm not as active on Twitter, but I I have been the last couple of weeks uh, at Goodlit Jr. Um, and again, is at Goodlit, which is G-O-O-D-L-E-T-T, and then Jr. Um, you can also find some of the videos I post on uh, YouTube. And my YouTube name is WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. And again, it's WAG Realty LLC. So WAG is W-A-G LLC of North Carolina. But, but if you like to donate uh, to this concept, of reverse gentrification, you can on anchor.fm. You can give directly to uh, Stripe. You can also give to my GoFundMe, which is called Keeping Rentals Affordable. You can also give to my Cash App, which is WAG Realty LLC. Uh, Any donation, like I say, I I work on about one or two properties a year of my own to fix and hold and also work on other uh, people's property and try to teach them the concept. Um, so at one point in time, I probably, uh, before the, the owners took them back over and were felt comfortable with them, got everything flowing. I probably, uh, had 
about tw- uh, close to 24 um, homes. And this is what, and that's basically what I do on part-time and, you know, I'm a full-time teacher. So basically, you know, just showing people it can be done. It's going to, it's going to take hard work, but once you get it right, it'll flow. Uh, today I'm a break down. I'm gonna review the podcast that I listened to. I won't mention what podcast it was, um, but I do want to um, talk about what I heard, what they talked about, some of the things, and basically the the person that was doing the interview, he was pushing uh, what I got from it. He he wanted to have a guest, someone that you know, I guess that was just starting off. Uh, he had a call to come in and trying to motivate people. Because basically, the whole concept was, I feel, he was trying to, he had a lender friend, uh, maybe they, they gave him kickbacks, and he kept pushing, he said, oh, uh, so you you did this, uh, how much money did it take, oh, you get, did it with a loan, and, and he would always pause and say, well, I have a lender friend, and her name, and the company name, and how you contact her, and that was pushed throughout the podcast, and it was heavily pushed at the end, where it was on repeat about seven, eight times, uh, the, the lady's company. So I feel like there's some type of pushback. Maybe it's his girlfriend, wife, real close friend, maybe a cousin or aunt, whatever it may be. But I feel like it was some type of pushback. Um, and uh, so he he mentioned a, a pretty good program. And I, I do suggest you all look at it. The guest uh, that was calling in mentioned the Good Neighbor Next Door. It's a HUD program, FHA. Um, it's approved in certain uh, in, in certain cities, certain states where you buy it's for revitalization. Um, so it may be a place that's kind of in the country or a city that uh, they're trying to rebuild and they want people that are, you know, police officers, uh, teachers, uh, things like that. Maybe firefighters to move in, uh, keep the keep the property taxes up, keep the home up. And what they do is, is if the home is worth 100000 they typically they'd knock off maybe about 50 percent of that. Uh, and they pay a heavy amount of down payment and they may only just charge you, you know, 50,000. So as a way of getting, you know, people that are going to keep up, maintain the properties, make the, the community better, have a steady job. Uh, so, you know, I like that concept. That wasn't the first time I heard of it. I heard of it a few years ago, um, but never went in the program myself. But it's only in selected locations. Uh, and you can go to the HUD website and find those uh, locations in your state. Uh, but to get back to what the caller was talking about was uh, he said he, he was a school teacher and he, I guess he wanted to stop teaching. He needed a certain amount of properties to uh, eventually retire. And his his goal, I think he, he had just been in real estate four or five years. He did the house hack the, uh, program, which you may hear on like uh, Bigger Pockets and other places where uh, he had a duplex. He lived on one side. He got a loan. And he lived on one side and rented out the other, or he lived upstairs and rented out downstairs. Um, and while I'm talking about this, also, I, I, I think I skipped it, but I do want to mention that I'm going to put this on uh, YouTube. Uh, so you can catch this on uh, Peace Street Property Management. Oh, no, no. My uh, YouTube is WAG Realty LLC of, of North Carolina. So WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. I'm um, sorry about the, the, the Peace Street Property Management was... Uh, as, a, as another uh, account, have so many social media accounts trying to keep up with them. Um, but the Peachtree Property Management is uh, Peachtree Property Management uh, on Instagram. So you can check me out there also. But I'm going to put this video and this information up on uh, YouTube for later. And and what's what you're going to see on YouTube, I'm, I'm going to have some numbers broken down. Uh, it'll be something quick. 
but here uh, he was trying. He said his goal was to get four thousand properties. Uh, not four thousand properties. Four uh, to get twelve properties. I, I misspoke. Twelve properties and make four thousand dollars a month, and that's so he could, you know, maybe possibly stop teaching in the future. Uh, still have enough money, and I and I'm assuming this was probably uh, net operating income NOI, uh, and so him and his wife could live comfortably. Uh, but what he did was he rented downstairs, lived upstairs. Uh, with the Good Neighbor Next Door uh, program, you have to live there a minimum of three years. Just letting you all know that, um, you know, or you you know you break the agreement. Um, so he had the duplex. Then later on, he took out a loan, um, and he was able to buy. And this was like in 2014 when he had that duplex. Then later on, he was able to buy uh, four units. So he has a, a quadplex, a fourplex. Um, and he's he said his total that he's making, uh, and I guess you want to say um, net operating income is not gross. It's eleven hundred dollars. So basically, he has he doesn't live in a duplex anymore. Um, so after I'm assuming he was talking about after insurance taxes, um, after possibly uh, you know his mortgage, he he's bringing in eleven hundred dollars a month off eight properties, or you can look at it like eight units, eight uh, eight doors as as Grant Cordon uh, calls it. Um, it's, it's his numbers. I mean, they, they, they sound great. $1,100, not, not, you know, looking down on it, but I feel like you should buy properties when you can all cash. And I understand people may say, oh, you don't want to use it cash, use other people's money. But at, at this instance, this is where, where I say buy with your own money if you can. All right. But most importantly, just buy. The reason um, the reason I say this is because if you break down, you know, due to the, the math of division, eleven thousand dollars broken down eight times is one hundred thirty seven dollars and fifty cents a month. Um, he wants to have a goal of twelve units, four thousand dollars. So if you break that down, you know, four thousand divided by the um, by twelve gives you thirty three. Uh, well, three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. So if you take that $333.33 minus $137, um, he's basically short $195.83 a month. And so that probably comes from paying, you know, whatever, the mortgage, tax and stuff like that. So he's he's short. He's not going to reach his goal uh, of doing that. So he's, I don't, I don't know if it's the type of loan he's getting. I don't know if he's getting like a 15-year loan, uh, five and a seven with uh, adjustable arm, uh, uh, you know, adjustable rates on it. Uh, but if if you buy with your own money, maybe use some credit cards to, to, to you know, to fix the property up, like I do and like many others, uh, they pull out the cash. I mean, it, it's nothing new if you want to look up that, that method. Um, I learned it doing it myself, but other people have learned it uh, by joining different programs or researching. If you really, you know, if you if you buy in a B, C, D class neighborhood and you truly are buying the worst home on the block, all right, and it's not necessarily in blighted neighborhoods. I bought things in cities that were, you know, 200, 300,000 people lived there. It was close to downtown. When I say close, maybe, uh, maybe two and a half minutes, maybe a mile and a half from downtown. Um, 
you know, my, you know, the numbers that I know and people, people run, just say, I'll give you an example of one of my properties. Um, and just, you know, and you can compare it to his, he has, you know, he's making $1,100 a month, uh, off of eight units. And I was like, that just didn't sound right to me. And that's the whole point of making this podcast. He's going to be short, uh, every, every unit. So basically he'll be making, um, let me do this math right quick with, uh, Say he does go up to 12 units. And y'all probably, you know, you can pause this video if you want, but I just want to do this math. He goes up to 12 units um, times at 137.5. He'll be, he's just making um, 1600 a month, or it'd actually be uh, 1650 So $1,650 a month off of 12 properties. Far short of the 4,000, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's just something that, um, you know, well, actually, no, I, I was saying it wrong. He has four, four plex. Uh, um, so let me do that again. So he has a four plex and then he has a duplex so six properties. So 1100 divided by six is 183. All right. Still, still off. All right, so 183. So I'm gonna do that. 33 or 333 minus 183 is 150. So he's still 150 short on each. When I say, when I was saying uh, before of the 190s, I think it was 190 something. He was short. Um, and what I mean by that, that's short every property. So now, you know, doing the new math, he's short $150 uh, every property. And what, the reason I'm saying short, because I'm going to show you uh, one of my properties. Um, and so say I have a property of $700 a month, um, which I do. Uh, and this property right here is not too far from Livingstone. I don't know if you know Livingstone is an HBCU uh, in Salisbury, North Carolina, in Rowan County. Uh, so say I pay help her with the water, get back on track, $90 a month. Uh, also lights, say it's ranging $150 a month. Uh, taxes, say it's $70 a month. That's probably on the high. Uh, and insurance, say it's $70 a month. So we're going to do 700 minus 90 minus 150 minus 70 minus 70 again. So that's $320 off of everything said and done that I'm bringing home every month, uh, where he's bringing home just 183. So we do 320 minus 183. I'm bringing home $137 more. Uh, you know, say, you know, per property. I do another one. Uh, I have another property is by the hospital um, and Rowan County in North Carolina and Salisbury. Um, so say 750 and there, I'm trying to think, what do I pay? I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. So, you know, this is authentic. Uh, so 750, uh, I think I only pay, I know, or not think, uh, say that's $70 for taxes, $70 for insurance. So we're going to do 750 minus 140. So that's $610 a month. Uh, and let's make sure I'm doing, I did that right. $610 a month. Um, so we're going to do 610 
plus the uh, 320 and that's $930 a month off of two properties off of six properties he was bringing in uh, 1100 so I'm almost right there with him I'm uh, $170 short just off of two properties all right so this is what I mean by you know you got to buy in the wedge um, you know if you don't you kind of you kind of messing yourself up so basically you can look at my two properties like say uh, you know five of his and that's people to understand that it's not really that easy um, whether it's your you know your significant other your spouse a friend or even a stranger they can't see that they can't grasp that concept of well how can you get a property and that cheap uh, fix it up for that cheap uh, and rent it out that cheap and still make a, a decent profit well you come in there with the right heart right mind understanding the and the ability some connections you know that stuff is really easy you know you try to get everything lined up before you start but uh, sometimes you just got to jump out there and, and just go get it you know you don't want to miss the property uh, you know, I mean, how can you complain over a $4,000 property? How can you complain over a $1,000 property? How can you complain over $800 property? All these deals have been things that I have negotiated. All right. Um, you know, how can you complain over a $10,000 property, $13,000, $8,000, You know, so I'm not going out here breaking the bank, um, but I'm making a, a decent amount. So he's going to be short unless he starts raising his rents a lot, but then he's probably scared because, you know, mom and pop uh, com companies like myself, uh, you know, you start raising the rent. You're not going to not necessarily going to find quality tenants. You're not necessarily going to keep uh, tenants either. Uh, you know, you may say, well, I get uh, these tenants in and they're going to stay. It may not necessarily work like that. You know, they may be in there for a year or two, then they're gone. All right. Uh, so it's, it's just some things you got to think about. Thank you everyone for tuning into this podcast. Try to keep it short and sweet. Um, and you know, if you have any questions, just hit me up. You, like I say, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Wag Realty LLC of North Carolina. Find me on Spotify, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts. Uh, the channel, if you don't know, is called Real Estate for Beginners. You know, just just jump into it.